So you're using WordPress and you have your business online. The next question is, now what? With so much to do and so little time, it's hard to figure out where you should put your energy. WordPress might be the foundation for your website, but it's what you do with your business that counts. In this podcast, we'll talk about building and running an online business, but you have to be willing to do the work and just show up. My name is Kim Doyle, aka the WordPress Chick, and this is the WordPress Chick Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. We are winding down on the WordPress Chick Podcast. But have no fear, it's simply going to become the Kim Doyle Show. It's either going to happen next week or the second week in April, depending on when you're listening to this. So uh, yeah, if you're moving forward. And I'm not sure what's going to happen with all the WordPress Chick episodes, but I'll keep you posted. So welcome to this week's show. I'm kind of pumped. I don't know if you guys can hear the energy level is a little bit different for me. But with that, the reason being is I feel fully rested. (laughs) Simple pleasures, right? I just got back. I don't know if just qualifies anymore, but I went to Funnel Hacking Live 2018 in Orlando, Florida last week. And finally feel like I've sort of caught up on on sleep and rest and getting my energy back. (laughs) Nothing will make you feel old like going to an event, right? So for those of you who don't know, this is the annual ClickFunnels conference. And I had attended the first year they did the event. And then I skipped it uh, the last two years, which is funny. I had actually bought a ticket to 2016 at 2015, but just had too much personal stuff going on. And I, I could not fathom having gone to an event during all that stuff. So that being said, it's been a few years and it, it's, it was really, it, it was great to go. It had been a few years, like I said, since I attended, I just repeated that guys, bear with me. This is what happens when you are not looking at your show notes and then you look at them. Uh, but it had been a few years since I'd attended any type of marketing event at all. So not, you know, I've gotten out of the house, but it was more weekends with friends and family and stuff. So uh, when the tickets came up for this, I knew I wanted to go, partly because I had done this dive back into ClickFunnels, consuming all of their content, reading Expert Secrets. If you guys have been listening to me for a while, you know, that was a bit of a game changer for me. The reason I say that is because it, it I was able to step back from the tactical work that I do and get into the mindset of the psychology behind content and marketing and and how you present things. Because you could have amazing product or service or course. And if it's not positioned or sold correctly, nobody's going to get it, meaning they're not going to buy it. And that doesn't do any good, right? And I don't mean just from an income perspective, simply from the place that if you have something that can help someone else, you've got a responsibility to make sure they get it. Flip it that way, right? If you have something that can help someone get ahead in their business, make more money, because let's be honest, at the end of the day, we have to earn an income to keep our businesses going, um, then the goal is to present it in the best way possible to get it in front of the right customers so they have the opportunity to consume your product, services, whatever, right? But when this conference came up, it just felt right, guys. It, and I wish there was a better way <laughs> to say that. But in my gut, I just felt that the, it, it's time. It's time to get back out there. And that's going to be my future gauge now when it comes to events is, does it feel right? Um, there will be an element of timing, logistics, money, all that good stuff. But I'm going to base my decision on does this feel like a good fit? Is this going to serve me in my business where I'm at today? And that's exactly what Funnel Hacking Live was for me. The beauty of not having gone to a live event in a while was that I had forgotten how much fun it was to connect in person, (laughs) which I know that sounds a little bit like Captain Obvious. But when you work from home, it's way too easy to get caught up in just doing your thing, right? Like you can stay in your comfort zone. And we forget the importance of stepping out of our environment. You know, getting a fresh perspective on your own business isn't going to happen 
when you're looking at it from the same angle all the time. So you have to step outside of your comfort zone. And I did that in a lot of ways, guys. This is a little vulnerability moment, but it's, you know, I don't know, over the last eh, three-ish plus years, you know, working at home, I don't know how or why I got out of the habit of working out. So getting into this place of not being happy with how I look, and it was a huge victory for me because I didn't let it get in the way of going. And nobody cares. You care, but nobody else cares. They want to see you and connect with you. And that was a good, it was a good lesson. It was a good hurdle, all of those things for me to get over it. And I'm really, really glad I went. So this episode, I'm going to do a recap of the event. I had a couple huge epiphanies, like game-changing epiphanies. I love when that happens. And I'm going to sort of throw in, like I use a post for those of you who have listened to my solo show. So I've already written out the post. You can reference it for any links or anything. There's not a ton, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper on stuff because otherwise it would have been a, not a 2,300 word post. It would have been a 10,000 word post. And well, I didn't have that energy to do both today. So So we're going to start with the logistics. Um, When I attended the first Funnel Hacking Live in 2015, it was a totally different experience. That was their first event. This was their fourth. And Funnel uh, funnel Hacking ClickFunnels has grown significantly. They just hit the 60,000 customer uh, market. uh, Market. How do I... um, Marker. (laughs) uh, Ding, ding, ding. That was the word I was looking for. So they just hit the 60,000 customers is how many users they have inside of ClickFunnels. You do the math. And the first time the event had 600 people, this was over 3000. So I'm sure the last two kind of kept getting bigger too. Um, The first one was also in Las Vegas, which is one of my least favorite places. No offense to anyone who lives there. But all the events in Vegas are always on the strip, right? And it's just not my scene. And it doesn't mean I wouldn't go to another event there, or ever go there, but it would never be my choice destination for places to go. So there's that just not my thing. You know, even outside I wish I keep wanting someone to do an event in Lake Tahoe, because it's just friggin beautiful. The air is clean. Nothing about the Las Vegas trip feels clean to me. <laughs> I'm Judgy McJudgerson. It just doesn't work for me guys. So we'll leave it at that. I was happy that the event was in Orlando, especially since it wasn't in the middle of the summer with crazy humidity. I will tell you that it was a heinous trek out there. Uh, the weather was, it was actually decent when I left, but it was going to be raining in the barrio when I left. And I had a layover in Atlanta, which we then had to sit for an hour on the tarmac because there were tornado warnings in Orlando. So they weren't letting planes come in. We get the okay to take off. We get to Orlando and then we have to wait a little bit till there's a gate available. I got in just in time since apparently there were 1500 flights canceled after we got in. I was supposed to land at 430. I got to the hotel at 8.30. So there's that. It was a long day because I got up. What time did I get up? My flight was out of San Francisco at like 6.30. I was up before 4. <laughs> it was a long freaking day. It was fun though is that I connected with a gal on the shuttle from the airport to the hotel. Pre, I would say a, a month and a half, two months maybe before the event, um, my friend Arlene Batasil, you guys have heard her on the show, and someone else, they merged and created a female funnel hacking Facebook group. So people were connecting. So that was kind of cool. And I had seen this woman in there. So we connected on the shuttle, just started chatting. We we dropped our stuff and then had dinner. So that was nice. The event itself was held at the Disney Coronado Springs Resort. The resort itself was fine, but not really conducive to holding such a large event. There were literally two main places to eat, which doesn't serve 3,000 people very well, along with a few sort of pop-up options. I believe there were a couple food trucks outside a couple days. They also hosted a salad bar, like 19 bucks all you can eat. And then I think there was another little station where you get like, you could go in and buy wraps and sandwiches. But suffice it to say that we spent a lot of time in lines getting meals, right? Um, I will say that ClickFunnels provided a few meals, which was awesome. And personally, I'd rather pay more for the ticket and have the meals included. The the time we spent in lines or not have it, well, I guess if the meals are included, you don't have a choice over the food that way either. But at least you have a little more options. So that would be my, my request 
to the ClickFunnels team for next year. But the other thing that was a little bit of a bummer was that the property is laid out so that all of the rooms are across like this huge lagoon, mini lake thing, right? And I'm not against walking, but when you're at an event, it's so nice to be able to run upstairs and freshen up or take a quick break or drop something or grab your laptop. I mean, I I didn't bring a laptop to any of the sessions, but it is really nice to be able to run over to your room and... It just didn't make sense to do that this time. Uh, They are that resort for anybody who wants to go to Disney World. They are building a huge on property, more traditional style hotel. But that's not where we stayed. So it's, you know, when you're in an event for eight to 10 hours a day, you got to have a little bit of, I don't know, respite. Personally, (laughs) I swear, as I was writing this, you guys, I was thinking, dude, you're getting old because... (laughs) It's, I'm, this is not a whole complaint episode, I promise you. But you start realizing the level at which you you live your life. My life's pretty chill, guys. And I like quiet. I'm so good with the energy. I'm, I'm totally not a hermit, but I need a little balance. Anyways, the great thing about uh, this place, though, is that at the end of the day, the logistics didn't really matter. It really was about connecting. It was about the content and the sessions and simply being a part of what was going on. And there was great energy. As much as it it was super high, the energy level was very high, it still felt good. I am hoping next year the venue they choose will have rooms in the same building as the event, as well as more choices and options for food. Schedule-wise, the event started... So I got in late Tuesday night and was really happy that it didn't start till like one o'clock on Wednesday. Um, and it went to about 1030. And I'll, I'm going to get into the sessions below the sessions and the content. Thursday, Friday was like nine to nine. And then Saturday was, I think it was like nine to 530. I was flying out Saturday at 545. So left the property about 230 for the airport. Um, they had Tony Robbins as a keynote speaker for the last session. And I've seen Tony live before, not at his events. I've seen him live at something else. And it's same kind of like Vegas. It's just not my speed anymore. And I was not in the mood to, I just didn't, (laughs) I didn't want to go. So I was like, I'm going to get home sooner. So that was fine. And so after the morning sessions on Saturday, I took off. I will say that they were smart, I think, to make him the last session because people probably would have, there are people that may have bailed on the event prior. And I also believe there were people who bought tickets just to see Tony Robbins because his, his events are easily three times the cost of the funnel hacking ticket, right? So anybody who wanted to see Tony Robbins and was on the fence, there there were actually, I was kind of surprised there were people there that were not ClickFunnels customers. Maybe they were using the event as a connection, inspiration, decision time. Um, not sure. But suffice it to say, I left and no regrets about that. I'm I'm hoping they get Gary V for next year. He actually spoke at their viral video launch party last fall. So that'd be my request. I want a little more Q&A, a little more engagement versus the here's how to change your state and your mindset and all that. I've done so much of that work, you guys. I'm, eh, not that I can't have input in that area, but I know what works for me. And it's not Tony. But the end of the day, they were... Personally, the sessions were a little long for me. Like I said, I need I like having a little bit more time to decompress. And not did I say sessions? The days were long. The sessions were fine. And it's not that it was too much information because it really wasn't. Um, it's just how I work would have been helpful. And there was, I want to say, one or two sessions that I skipped. I was like, I just need a break. And, you know, checked out. I didn't go back to the room, but I would just get out of that space. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the speaker sessions and the content. I think a couple other things before we go into that, excuse me, but a couple other things was that people wanted to know in both Facebook groups, I believe there were questions about the speakers and the agenda, but you didn't get that until you got there and checked in. I don't know. That didn't really phase me. I think it depends on what you're going for, but on the way home, I was on the shuttle with somebody who had been at the traffic and conversion summit 
in February, I believe, of this year. And that's what he was expecting, where each session is hands-on. They're, they're speaker tracks where they're hands-on tactical strategies and things you can implement. And he would, with his traffic and conversion uh, ticket, he went and specifically selected the tracks that he wanted to learn from. And he was telling me that the speakers are not allowed to pitch. They don't get invited back if they make offers. So there's that, right? Um, but I didn't go into this, and I and I'm going to talk about this at the end too. I I really went to this more of just what can I get out of this personally in terms of getting out of the house, getting back into the groove of relationships and connecting, having some takeaways. But I had zero expectations on on the the content delivered, I guess. So day one was called Impact and Income. And there was pretty much a main session from just 1 to 6.30. There were four speakers, Russell opened and closed, and then two of his inner circle members spoke in between. It was nice because there was a lot of female speakers this year. And I loved the sessions from this day. I'm trying to think. It's a little bit of a blur because Russell spoke, I believe, every day. But I'm kind of drawing a blank on what he spoke with. But the... um, the cool thing is that there was a ton of validation from from his speakers, and I'm going to touch on on uh, Russell in a second. But both speakers talked about vulnerability and content and content marketing and building a community, which is totally they're speaking my language. It's right up my alley. I loved it. I loved seeing that, and I could be completely off on this, but I think there's a perception of ClickFunnels and the community that everybody's into sales and charlatan making money and scams and stuff. It's not. These are real communities with tangible long-term businesses. And so it was great to see that from those speakers. With Russell, what's interesting is I think having gone deep into his content last summer, like just jumping full force back in, is that I've learned to pay attention to what he does, how he does it, and how he positions his message. Even if you never buy ClickFunnels, if you watch him, you can see patterns and you can see how he does what he does, right? I mean, there's no denying he is a prolific marketer. He knows how to make the sale. Um, And so that was really fun to watch. That first night, they were hosting um, an event where they had, there was a documentary for a charity called Operation Underground, Underground Railroad, where, and I talk a little, I'll talk a little bit more about what it did, but... Russell is working with this company. It was a former CIA agent, I believe, who is working hard to stop human trafficking and sex trafficking of children. It's it's very disheartening, but what he's doing is amazing. So Russell is totally doing all their funnels and everything for him. And then, of course, he had an offer you could donate. And I'm going to talk about that at the end. So it was really powerful to see what they were doing. And that's when I had my first huge epiphany. And it really sucked me for a couple days. But I'm going to talk about those at the end. So sit tight. Um, And then during dinner, the first night, they had vendor booths, where you could go connect with sponsors and vendors for them. We just all went and had dinner and connected in person and stuff. Day two was called one funnel away. And if you've not heard this phrase, it was a tagline they came up with. They came up with this tagline last year for the event. And it's essentially become a motto of ClickFunnels. It's on their swag. It's it's on a lot of their stuff. Excuse me. It basically means that you're only one funnel away from what you want, whether it's freedom, money, lifestyle, etc. But you literally just need one funnel that works and it can change your life. So it doesn't mean you only need one funnel. It means you need one working funnel that's converting, right? And it can change your life. Day two had the biggest lineup of speakers. There were eight sessions in total. Seven speakers were from his inner circle. And then it was Russell and Todd. Todd is the technical founder of ClickFunnels. He's literally the guy that did the tech. He was working with Russell. If you haven't heard the story, it's neat. Um, Said, let me create a tool because he kept having to make new pages for him. Um, But it was great to hear their State of the Union address from them in the evening, which is all about the new features coming to ClickFunnels. It's called Multidimensional Follow-Up Funnels. And I'm going to give you... We'll circle back to that. Let me just finish telling you about day two. But basically, um, after the speaker sessions, there were roundtables. And so you could go into, they had dinner for us that night too. You could go into the, where they had the the vendor stuff. And there were, gosh, were there 30 
roundtables maybe. And you could go to one of the two comma club winners table and ask them questions directly. The concept is a really great idea. I like the intention of doing that and really getting to connect. So, and, and, and standing back and watching what they're doing. So you're getting a ton of value getting to have conversations. Um, and some people love the, Oh, you're a, you're like this guru in the space. Let me get a picture. I did a lot of pictures with people. I tr- pretty much people I just knew. I don't really run up to the gurus and can I get your picture? Not that I haven't no judgment, but the round tables, um, <clears throat> I'm hoping next year, the setup of that is a little bit different because the room had such high ceilings that the noise level made it really hard to hear the discussions, especially if you didn't have a seat at the table and you were standing behind someone hoping to get a question in. And the speakers totally delivered, but you also had people who would just park it at a table and then not give other people a chance to sit down and ask a question. And they rang a bell like, I don't know, every 20 minutes or something. So you were supposed to get up when that bell went up. People didn't do that. Um, after that, went to the to the bar and hung out with people in person, which was super fun. But I'm going to come back a little bit to their new features. They rolled out like 25 new features, but they all fall under this bucket of what they're calling multi-dimensional follow-up funnels. So the the big announcement, I believe, if you don't know this, ClickFunnels has their own email marketing. It's called Actionetics. Well, Actionetics required you to set up like the whole SMTP with SendGrid or I don't even know who some of those companies are, but you had to set that up. Well, now they're totally integrated. So they are like a real email service provider, if you want, right? Costs are very across the board, same to what you'd be paying somewhere else for the list size. They also brought in a new partner, some guy from Silicon Valley that is totally behind the whole Actionetics email marketing piece, which was which was pretty fantastic. And so there's all these things you can do with this multi-dimensional follow-up funnel, it's all about the communication with the customer. And here's an example. They have one feature and I want to, I believe they called it the opt-in funnel upgrade. Crikey's. I totally said that from Tommy boy. Um, Long story short, somebody goes to opt-in and they can check a box that says, yes, add me to messenger. ClickFunnels, ActionX, they've totally built in their own messenger platform that works with Facebook. So you're getting somebody on both at the same time. And so these follow-up funnels are all about how somebody engages in the follow-up process. Um, I did not upgrade my account right now. I'm like, I have too much work to do to do this. I will always have uh, ConvertKit. I love it. But with lead surveys, I will be keeping that. Moving towards Kim Doyle, I might try Actionetics. We'll see. Um, some amazing features. And so circling back to the roundtables, I only sat at two tables and had two questions. One was for the new partner, Ryan. I wanted to make sure that if you were using Actionetics, could you hook it to something else? So let's say I wanted to use, I don't know, lead surveys, right? On my sites, could I send the data into Actionetics then? Right, a lot of times... You can export CSV files and upload them, but I'm like, that totally defeats the automation purpose, right? So I wanted to make sure that if I was using or an opt-in form, Thrive Leads, whatever, opt-in monster, something on another platform that I could send the data into Actionetics and it would trigger whatever follow-up sequence I had in place. He said yes. Um, I don't even know if they've rolled everything out yet, but probably smarter to let them roll it out and work out some bugs. And then maybe I'll dive in with that, but... uh, my friend Arlene has it, so I might play with hers and just decide <laughs> if it's something I want to do. They're very anti-confusion soft, but it looks pretty involved also to get it set up, but that's okay. So so there was that. The other table I sat at is many of you may be familiar with the software products from Wilco Decray. He's got UpViral, the sweepstakes giveaway, and Connect.io. They're a bunch of Facebook advertising. It's a whole suite. And I've known Wilco, gosh, before I started the podcast, I think. Uh, he w- he had done some other products in the WordPress space plugins and then went all in with Facebook. And it was just, it was really fun to see him. And he traveled from somewhere in Europe. I feel like a numpty, but far away. <laughs> and it was really fun to see him. And, and I was asking him about a SaaS. And the cool thing was, I thought he was a developer. He's like, no, I just do the marketing and the front end stuff. And then he's got developers that do it. I'm like, great. Because I was asking him, you know, pricing and what they do and how they market their products because I'm stepping into that too. 
So that was pretty cool. Um, and then otherwise, it was just, you know, kind of walking around, chatting with people, saying hello. And then again, the noise just got to me. And so we were like, let's head out. Uh, day three was a two comma club day. And if you're not familiar with that term, you can see ClickFunnels has their own language. The two comma club is is an award that is given to anyone who does $1 million in sales with one funnel. I don't know the specifics, meaning I, I do believe it's sales, right? It's not profit, but it's a million in sales. And I don't know if it's within a year or as soon as you hit 1 million. I don't know what that looked like. ClickFunnels started handing out these awards last year, I believe. They look really cool. It looks like, you know, if you were a Grammy winner and you got a gold record, like that's how it's positioned. Um, this year, they, I, I want to say they've given out, or not, maybe not this year, but total, they've given out over 280 of those awards. I mean, think about that, guys. That's, that's pretty cool. 290, oh, for the love, I can't talk. 280 people have made over a million dollars with a sales funnel. That's pretty cool. And so the speakers all shared uh, their expertise on this day. And gosh, did I, I didn't list how many speakers. They, oh, let me back up. So they gave out the awards, but they also had two comma club winners as the speakers that day. You got to love it when you're looking at your own notes and it's like, where are you going with this? So we saw different two comma club speakers and then they gave out the awards and the speakers all shared their expertise. We, you know, we had a guy talking about help. One was on mindset. Uh, Dana Derricks talked about, you know, the, the dream 100. So all of that stuff. And then it ended with Russell sharing his, his strategy for the 12 month millionaire, which was the setup for the new coaching program they offered at the event. And I'm going to give you a lot more detail. I'm going to, I'm going to finish the day and then I'm going to circle back again to their coaching program program. You guys, I don't know. Maybe I need to stop talking. It's it's only like 3.30 in the afternoon. I thought I was caught up on sleep. So what I gained most from the session where Russell did his 12-month millionaire strategy was simply watching how he delivered and sold the offer. I had zero FOMO, which is fear of missing out, no desire to join the program, which is a personal decision. It has nothing to do with their offer. Um, dinner was after the sessions, and you could go back for a live demo of the new coaching program and how they set this up. It was positioned differently that you could get free coaching in a way. So during the day, they handed out these, um, what was it, 10X? Maybe, because I think that's called the 10X coaching. I apologize. I didn't hang on to any of that stuff. But you could fill out the form and then and then they were going to pick like five people that they would do a live breakdown of your funnel that night. My guess is they had those people already picked going into it, but I was not remotely interested in doing that anyway. So I was like, eh. And so, so that was in the evening after dinner. Um, I did some work with my friend Arlene where we picked one strategy and I, I'm just pumped about what we're doing with it. And it's all on content marketing. You guys, it's all on organic stuff. And I would say by nine o'clock that night, I was friggin' done. Uh, there was a like, quote unquote, hackathon from this female funnel hacker group that I was in. I'm like, no, no, I got to turn my brain off. I've just got to get out of here. Uh, so I went back to my room and, and I actually ended up with a roommate. I had reserved my room in December. I don't remember, maybe end of November. And somebody asked in the, in the female group, like, oh, I'm looking for a roommate. Mine, you know, bailed and you guys, I'm kind of picky. I'm a little bit of a um, sleep nut. Like I like it dark. You know, I've got all these dumb rules for myself. I'm not neurotic, but I was like, Kim, you're not going to be in the room very long. And we weren't. And she was lovely. And her husband was, is a coffee distributor or something. So long story short, she drove and I got there and had this massive coffee bar set up. So that was pretty friggin' awesome every day. It was fun to connect with somebody new. I have never roomed with somebody I don't know at an event. And would I do it again? Probably, but probably my own room. Um, so the, let's see, uh, the, oh, 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 the awards, hold on, the awards. So they gave out the two comma club awards in the afternoon also. Could have not skipped it, but you're literally watching a huge line of people. Oh, and they also gave out the dream car awards, which they award to affiliates as soon as you hit 100 uh, referring active accounts on ClickFunnels, they will pay your car payment, lease payment, whatever, up to $500 a month. When you hit 200, they will go up to $1,000 a month. So, and they're smart, you guys pay attention to 
try not to have an opinion about this stuff and just like think about the the process here, right? So who doesn't want to get recognized for their work? And so this this um, dream car winner, it was like a little steering wheel and it was like an award. So think like at a Grammy that had, it, it just, it, they all looked really cool. And then same thing, right? The two comma, this beautiful plaque, but watching all those people walk up there, it was like, eh, you kind of check out, right? Not to mention the room, we were kind of packed in like sardines. So second afternoon, I forget, but we went to the far left in front, they had big screens and it was so much more comfortable. We unlatched the chairs, you know, at events, they like hook the chairs together. It's much more comfortable. But then they gave out a new award called the 10x award. And this was for people who had done over 10 million or more with a funnel. Yes, you heard me correctly. $10 million with one funnel. There were 17 people who received that award. So that was pretty cool. Let me talk a little bit about the coaching program. And I will try to okay, I was just checking my time. Try to uh, be as succinct as possible. So this is presented. Actually, before I jump into the presentation of that, let me explain that a few things they did really, really well. I mean, they did a lot of things well, but what stand out to me, I am a little bit of a swag geek. I love stuff. They had a great swag bag with a t-shirt and a backpack and some cool stuff, like a pop socket, right? For ClickFunnels, which I gave my roommate because she didn't have one. And I have a lead surveys pop socket, so I'm not taking off my own company. And then they had a swag booth. I actually bought a water bottle. Speaking of water, because, right, you can't have too many water bottles. About a water bottle. And then for the coaching, last year he had this theme, I guess, of the Avengers. And Russell works with Vince Palco of of AdTunes, who has been on the show. Vince is great. We got to meet in person finally. And so they had a comic done. So they had a video of the Justice League. Russell's a complete Batman um, comic guy. And so they had a video done and then he literally handed out comic books. We all got an actual physical comic book of the video, which was kind of cool. And the presentation was, so he's got his justice league of people in his inner circle and who are also coaches or whatever. And they're going to be part of this new coaching program. So I, I'm going to try to summarize this. So let's say there's like six sections. So you have, if you need help with your offer coming up with what your offer is, then you go through that piece. I don't remember the names, you guys, but you go through that. Steven Larson, who used to work with him, is that coach, and he helps you position your offer. Well, there's this like 10-week digital training that you can do. I didn't get the gist of what any sort of coaching calls would look like. And then Julie Soyan, who help you build your funnel. And then you've got someone that helps you scale, and you've got someone that helps you do ads. So there's like five, six se- sessions, maybe. I don't believe Russell is involved in this at all unless he jumps in and he does these sort of funnel audibles, he calls them where they come in and they try to fix something that isn't working. And so I was watching this. It was really fun to watch how they presented it because he literally did the perfect webinar. And if you're not familiar with that, it's his method for webinars that works really well. And so I got to watch him do that on stage, right? You guys, it was amazing to see how many people (laughs) jumped into this. Uh, And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that on the day four session, but how many people ran over to do this? And I I still can't totally wrap my head around how it's being delivered. I understand that there is digital content and there's a coach for each of those sessions. And they presented it in a way that let's say you've got your offer. You can jump to the third session section where, you know, maybe it's traffic. So in a way, it's like, well, I don't need those two modules, but I'm paying for them, right? So those were, I guess those were my concerns with it. I'm more coming from the place of, I have so much freaking work to do. I don't need any distractions. I don't need any distractions. It doesn't mean that I can't use mentoring or help or guidance, but right now it's about doing the work and and going from there. So um, I still can't, like I said, I can't wrap my head on how this is going to be delivered. But I will tell you, it's an $18,000 program. It's not launched to the public yet. I believe they're going to be doing that, um, you know, probably when Russell gets back. I think a lot of the team is on vacation this week. But um, for eighteen grand, I want more personal time, personally, not knocking what they presented. So last day, day four was Change the World, the speaker sessions. There were two of their inner circle members. One guy told a very personal, uh, emotional story 
about a health issue his wife was going through. And he was a great speaker. It was a great story. I don't know the relevance. Um, other than it was really, it was more of a, oh, he had a, I, I put this picture on Instagram. It was a, I can, I will end of story. So there, it was definitely an inspirational talk, right? And then Garrett White, <laughs> I freaking love you guys. Uh, I'm going to get Garrett on the show. He is Warrior Week. He was an Empire Mastermind with me a few years back. He's created this mass movement. He also got the TEDx award. He drops the F-bomb like no one's business, but he was so entertaining. He was so on point. It was really powerful. He gave out a book to every single person in the audience. That was really great. But in between, they sandwiched uh, between the speakers, Russell came out. And they were essentially um, selling the coaching program again. And he had one of his inner circle members come on and do sort of more of the motivational mindset between investing in yourself. And so many people want that message and need to hear it. I've heard it so many times. I I think the difference for me at this point in my life is that I feel super grounded with what I'm doing. I feel very focused. I feel very grounded. And so I took that time to check in for my flight. (laughs) I had my laptop with me. And I was just going to tune it out. So it was pretty much from Friday night into Saturday morning. It was a push for the coaching program. They're going to be doing a cruise in January for everybody in this coaching program. Mind you, it's the chance to go on the cruise. It's not paid for, (laughs) which to each his own. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't pay for the cruise six to one. But I just wonder how many people signed up thinking they're getting a cruise. Um, so there's that. And then they had a a lunch that day for everybody who signed up. You guys ready for this? They sold over a thousand spots to an $18,000 program. So there's that. So he knows how to sell. Stepping back as an observer of, of what ClickFunnels has done over the last few years, you know, he's, he launched the mastermind, his inner circle, which was 25 K. My guess is that they're going to scale that this is all Kim's crystal ball predictions, by the way, is that they're going to scale that to a higher price point, And you have to have a certain, I thought you had, had to be making six figures to be in it. And it feels a bit that they have been looking for a precursor to inner circle. They had done these fat events, funnel hackathon thing. They had done those. They did at, uh, was it two comma club coaching last year? 15 K. I don't remember what it was called. They did another one. So what it, feels like to me is that they're looking for that right fit. That is a precursor to the inner circle. So a lot of you might be thinking, why does he need to do this? Why does he need to sell it? One, he can. Um, I think he's doing a ton of good in the world. And I'll, I'll, I will give you an update on the Operation Underground Railroad, what they did. I Personally, I don't know that that's something I would do. You know, I look at what we're building with lead service or what I'm building with a brand. And they have 180 employees now. I never want an office, right? So you you have to know what you want. He clearly knows what he wants. He's got partners that he's accountable to as well. They're all on the same page. My my biggest question with that type of a coaching program is there was no pre-qualifier. $18,000 is a lot to spend on coaching for a lot of people. Some it might not be, right? Some might be doing it just for the community. But if you have somebody that is going into a coaching program and is starting at the what's your offer, and then you've got someone else who's at the traffic stage. How is that a comparable community? You guys, I've been in groups through programs I bought, and I I don't remember what it was called now. There was literally one on, gosh, was it connecting? I I I, I this is crazy. I don't remember the name of it. And part of their unique selling proposition was that they created, they handpicked like mini accountability groups, right? I had specifically said, I think I had been in business six years. I specifically said, I would like to be in a group of people who have been doing this for like five years or more. Didn't happen. And it's frustrating because wherever you're at, you want someone who's going to meet you or, or be above you, right? To, to push you to, to gain something from which I met some amazing people at this event who are, who are there, but it can be tricky. So I can't, I can't wrap my head around how that's all going to work. Um, a friend of mine that I connected with actually at the event through another Facebook group is doing it. So I'm curious to hear his feedback on how it goes. I hope everybody succeeds. I hope everybody that signed up gets a two comma club award. I really do. And I hope there wasn't a ton of buyer's remorse <laughs> once people got home. I think we've all been there with a product course or service, but 
to each his own, right? So as we wind down, just checking on my time here, uh, thoughts on the sessions and content. So overall, the majority of the content was great. I wish there was a little bit more teaching, to be honest with you. Russell taught um, when he wasn't outside of the coaching, most of his sessions, there was some super tangible, tactical, implement this. Uh, there were a fir- there were a few speakers that I didn't reson- resonate with, right? And that doesn't mean the content or value wasn't there. I mean, to each his own. But some of the speakers did more of a how do I wanna, how do I explain this? Sort of they 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 talk about the peripherals, and it's a <coughs> this I, I'm in e commerce, and I I had this idea, and then I made a million dollars. You're like, what did you do, right? What did you do? That's what people want to hear. So some of them felt a little bit full of fluff. The, uh, you know, that um, the first day with the vulnerability and the building your, it was the community, the tribe piece. And that was, uh, I'm going to botch her name. Kaylin, Kaylin Poulin uh, has built this monster community called Lady Boss. And she's done a brilliant job building the community. And so those were real tangible. I, I like being able to say, oh, I could implement that. I could take that tactic, that strategy and implement it. That complements this. I see, you know, but to sit and just listen to someone's story gets like, okay, you know, like, like those are good, but you also have to be a really good speaker to have those sessions work well. So, you know, I pretty much knew I wasn't going to get a ton out of the event. Well, I shouldn't say that. I I, I phrase that incorrectly. I, I wasn't expecting to get a ton out of the event. How's that? Like meaning content. I, I don't mean being glad I went, having listened, learned. What I, I don't mean that at all. I mean, I wasn't going in expecting to get this oh, idea. And the cool thing is that I did <laughs> from one session. So that was kind of awesome. My primary objective was to connect with people, friends I have only known online or haven't seen in a while, as well as making new connections. And then of course, to get out of my environment to, it's so good to step outside of what you're doing day to day. Bottom line, I totally accomplished that mission. I met people that I didn't know. I gave hugs to people that I have known in person or haven't seen. I mean, that I've only known online, people I haven't seen for for years. Um, My good friend, Trey Llewellyn, he's been on the podcast. He was a t-shirt guy. I don't remember way back. He got one of those 10 X awards and I hadn't seen Trey. He was, we were in a mastermind too. And I, it was so fun to see him and give it, give him a hug and just to catch up on stuff. So I, I really got a lot out of it. New friendships. Like I said, it was great. I, I did not expect to go away with a ton of strategy. So I guess in that aspect, I got more than I thought. So I guess there's that, right? And I don't know if, if four days of speakers, it would be pretty interesting to see if everybody, there's no way I would guess that every speaker resonated with every person, right? So that's the beauty of it. You've got 3,000 people. Different speakers will resonate with different people. So there's that. For the sessions that didn't resonate with me, I simply observed them. You know, I'm at this point, you guys, where I refuse to get offended by how other people do business. And I don't mean colorful language or I don't, none of that stuff bugs me to each his own. I really, I honestly don't care. It doesn't have to be the way that I would do it for it to work for somebody else. So my intention was to watch and observe and listen to how they told a story or how they watching their slides and seeing which slides got a better audience reaction. It it, it was just, I I really went with, I'm going to get something out of all of this, whether or not I use it doesn't matter, but there's value. You can, you can glean some value from everything, right? But the truth is the sooner you get over yourself and your need to be right, the sooner you'll get where you want to be. I, I think when we look at things, and I don't like how he does that, or oh my God, he's just pitching or he's just selling, you don't have to buy. Like, turn the channel, right? You do not have to buy, but you can pay attention to, well, he had me there, he lost me there. So that's my hope for you guys. Anytime you're seeing how somebody is marketing, the content they create, the way they show up online, the the conversations they have socially, it doesn't matter. 
flip your perspective and pay attention. You know, take things in, process them, keep what works for you, and then discard the rest. It's it's really that simple. If you find yourself getting bent out of shape the way somebody is doing something, ask yourself why. Like, what is it about this person, this process, this product that bothers you so much? In a way, I wouldn't go so far as to say that I was bent out of shape. But after a while, the pitching for the coaching felt like, okay, come on, I paid to be here, <laughs> like enough. But there was enough value all the time. And again, watching how he positioned it, there was an education in that, right? So, you know, more often than not, I find that when I'm out of alignment, meaning I'm not clear on what I'm doing, I'm not clear on how I want to move forward, how I want to make this offer, whatever it is, you could go 12 ways sideways, guys, what type of clients you want to work with, how often you want to show up, do you want to get off Facebook because you're tired, whatever, right? I find that when I'm out of alignment, things seem worse. <laughs> and it's, I that's when I find fault with other people is when I'm off. It has nothing to do with them. When I'm good, when I'm taking care of me, when I'm doing what's right, it just doesn't phase me. I, I really don't take it personally. And fortunately, I have a good sense not to publish some of those asinine thoughts. I keep them to myself or I vent to a friend. But take this time to step back and say, why? What's the trigger here? Like, what's happening? So you totally did not know you were going to get the armchair psychology session with me today, but you are. So take that second to to ask yourself, what's really going on here? Because really, there's no point in expending energy getting offended at how someone else is running their business. You're going to learn more by listening and paying attention than by opening your mouth with opinions. That sounds kind of snarky and harsh, but it's true. As I sit here giving you all of my opinions, <laughs> I did see the irony in that. So my two big epiphanies, uh, let's just do a time check. All right, we're good. So my two big epiphanies, holy moly, these were good. Uh, gold. I actually have the word gold written, but my eyeballs are tired. I think it's allergies. I know, first world problems. Sorry, I got a piece of ice on that one. So first... After watching what Russell was doing for Operation Underground Railroad, I finally got the power of what you can do when you earn a significant amount of money, the change that you can actually make in the world when you have a lot of money. And I, I'm just going to to beg you guys, if you're not driven by money, that's okay. And, and don't please hear my heart when I'm saying this. It, we live in a world that requires money, period, end of story. You know, forget the fact that, you know, politics, All there's so many corrupt things that are run by money. I get it. But you can do so much good with money also. So my big why in my business has always been about freedom. I remember saying to my therapist one time, she said, you know, Kim, you never talk about wanting a lot of money. You always talk about freedom. And I was like, well, yeah, but a lot of money will give you freedom. And she's like, maybe. And I'm sure there are people that will argue the opposite side of that, right? But I think as entrepreneurs, we have more control over it than, you know, scaling a corporate company and you're making a lot of money and you're tied to that. But I've always wanted to earn a significant income as well. But the freedom piece was all about being able to live life on my terms, do work that I love, have experiences that bring me joy. And spend time with people I care about, right? Yes, the income is there too. And truly, you guys, I have zero judgment about what drives people. I don't care if you want a Ferrari or a Prius, or you're like, hey, I want a bicycle. It doesn't, I don't care. Just be a decent human being. There are just as many self-righteous skadooshes out there who who are out to just save the planet that there are who want McMansions, whatever it is. So it doesn't matter. Just be a good person and we're good. Not that my opinion is going to impact you one way or the other, right? But that's my, I don't know, that's my MO. That's how I look at things. And, you know, mainly because I've always associated having a lot of money with more freedom. That's That's been the key. And anyone, I've been on both sides of the coin, you guys. I've been super crazy stressed about money and I've had to not worry about money. Not worrying about it. I'll take it all day long. Every single day, it's better 
to to have the money to do what you need to do, right? So you get to decide what that looks like for you. But I will tell you that after watching the funnel hackers, meaning the audience, the people who paid to be there, donate over $500,000 to Operation Underground Railroad. And then, ready for this? ClickFunnels matched that. I was blown away. They literally presented this charity, this organization, nonprofit, with a check for over a million dollars from one single event. You guys, that is hugely powerful. And this was the documentary that we saw that first night. So when you watch this guy who, who was there, Tim Ballard, who created this whole thing, was there and he ended up, he had four children, ended up adopting two of the kids he saved from Haiti. It's you, you can't not be moved. It, it was such a powerful, it was just powerful to me. And you really can truly make a significant change in the world when you create that kind of money. Do you have to go start a nonprofit? Absolutely not. But all of a sudden, my why feels way bigger. I have no idea what that looks like. I, I don't know that I have the bandwidth to go do something to that extent. But would you feel better if you could write a $100,000 check to a charity that made I just or I don't know, go build a school in Africa. Stu McLaren was there with his world teacher aid. $1 out of every active running funnel is is sent to world teacher aid to build schools in Africa. So you start looking at that piece of this, which is not the public side that that frequently and you realize, huh, wow, I, I really could make a difference in addition to how you can make a difference in the lives of your clients, customers, students, prospects, however you want to look at that, right? So it was it was huge to me. It, it felt so on point, the perfect message that I needed to hear. The second epiphany was really simple. It was simply massive validation for the work I'm doing now and the direction I'm going in. You guys, I feel like I've been bootstrapping <laughs> my life. I, I feel like and this is for the last year and a half, but all of the bootstrapping that I've been doing, it, it's just come to fruition. I, I made, I did this, I'm drawing the line in the sand, no more service work, no more client work. I have started doing some coaching calls again, which is fun. Because those. Are, here's a little side note to anybody who's thinking about doing consulting. I do a one-off call. We do 90 minutes, we map out a plan, you get the recording, all of this, and then go do the work. If you want to come back, great, schedule another call. But in the meantime go do the work, <laughs> right? That works for me. So, but making this decision was scary. Remember, I thought lead surveys was going to be ready like last June. It is now the very end of March. I am emailing my audience. It is open and ready to go next week. And it's, and I feel like I keep saying that, but it finally is. I've been doing documentation videos, guys, we're, we're there. But it was hard. It was it was a tough year and a half to say, I can't do this anymore. And I don't know where it's going to come from, but I can't do this anymore. And my focus on building the community, which is the content creators Facebook group. If you haven't joined it, you guys, it's over 1500. This is, it just brings my heart so much joy. The people that show up in there, they contribute, they give, they're honest. They're, it's, it's, a, it's just a killer community. Yes, I literally use the word killer. Um, giving away as much value as I can, producing more content in a way that works for me. And then taking the time to genuinely foster relationships. I simply know this is what's going to take me where I want to be. You know, the whole explode your business term for lack of a, another one. That's how it feels. I literally feel like I'm on the precipice because I'm taking time to have conversations with people. Today, I had two calls. One was a gal I met at Funnel Hacking. Uh, Jennifer, if you're out there, what up? and was talking to her about having run a virtual summit. And she's in the Bay Area too. I'm like, Oh, let's hop on a Skype call, share what I did, da, 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 whatever. I gave her access to the course. I'm like, here's whatever. I, I'm just like, here, how can I help you? Another person from the group. She was doing something like, how can I help? Hopped on a call. You guys, I and I trust my gut. There is no, I'm going to do three of those calls a week. I just do it when I've got the bandwidth and the energy for it. And who knows where it's going to go. I have zero attachment. I was listening, of course, to Gary Vee. Yesterday, I went and spent the day with my mentor, aka therapist, listening to a podcast of his. And it was a, not keynote, like a fireside chat from South by Southwest. One of the questions he was asked was, what do you want your tombstone to read? And I was like, oh, this is good. Ready for this? He gave more than he took. I was like, that's what I want. 
that's how I want people to feel when they've come into contact with me, whatever. I want people to feel that I give more than I take. Just end of story. So, you know, it's really all, it's just coming together. And I'm so grateful that I had the patience to, to stick with it when I didn't see where it was going to come to fruition, when I didn't see, you know, the finish line, which I feel like I'm just getting started, honestly, you guys at 10 years, but I, I didn't have that. I'm just glad I had the foresight to trust and to stick with it. And so, you know, the validation has just come from the fact that I have been showing up and doing the work for the last year and a half as well. And not that I didn't do the work before, but it was different work, if that makes sense. The more time you spend on mastery, i.e. becoming the practitioner of the work, the more confidence you gain in your craft. One will not happen without the other. You will find it is so much easier to make an offer when you're walking the walk. And it sounds another Captain Obvious moment, but it's weird with the internet, guys. I think I think on one level, the promises of riches and stuff, it, it's just people get so, I don't know, we're so tied to hope that we want this to be the thing But what I have found is the thing is doing the work. And then everything else is just, it's cake. When you do the work, everything else falls into place. I promise you it's worth it. So some final thoughts on on all of this. And I will absolutely go to Funnel Hacking Live again next year. Um, I intend to receive a Two Comma Club award at the event. And I'm going to share that journey publicly to you guys. You will see the first expose, for lack of a better word beginning of uh, or mid-May, probably on that. I have something I'm running for 30 days in April that I'm testing. It's all going to be, it's all organic content stuff. So you're going to see that come into play. But I will be sharing that journey um, and how I plan to achieve it besides a lot of hard work. And it may be through lead surveys. It may be through this other thing. I don't know, but they're both game on. And the cool thing is that I have found a way to do what I need to do to create content and market for lead surveys with this thing I'm testing. So I'm being cryptic for a reason. Anyways, uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going to do the exact same thing I did this year, which is I'm going to approach it and go with zero expectations and the intention to fill up on relationships and let, let the worst, the rest, let the worst. I'm ready to take these dogs outside for a walk. It's a really pretty day here. I am going to let the rest take care of itself. I will probably, I was thinking about this. I think I'm going to probably fly out wherever it is. I will fly out a day earlier. So I have a day in between travel and the event. So I could uh, get a spa day in there. Why not, right? Why not Why not go into the event rested? Although I would pretty much use any excuse to get a massage. Um, last thing is just one word of caution, you guys. There were a lot of people at the event who didn't have a business yet or were hoping to get clarity on their business or that idea that's going to just trigger, right? Like, this lightning bolt's going to come and you're going to get massive clarity. So first of all, a little more water. Um, If that's what you're going to an event for, I think you're probably going to be in for a rude awakening. My guess is that there will be massive information overload. I was overloaded, never confused, but I was like, okay, this is just a lot. The fastest path to clarity is way simpler than going to an event. Not that you shouldn't go to an event. You should. But pick the right event for where you're at and what you're doing, if that makes sense. And if you're not doing anything, then the best thing to do is start doing the work, you guys. I get clarity through doing the work. It's, you know, as many quote unquote brilliant ideas as I think I've had, nothing has gotten me closer to, like, I think my life is going to change this year, you guys. Like, it's really... I am publicly declaring that it, this is going to be a game-changing year for me. And I have done all this foundational groundwork and showing up and consistently producing and, and, and connecting and, like I said, trusting and having the patience. But you're not going to get that right idea or, or know if something works until you do the work. I know it's an old saying. And... I think the key is flipping your perspective on the work. When I started doing the daily emails, which are super hit or miss right now, but when I started doing those, it was simply to show myself that I could do it and get better at the craft. That was it. I knew people were going to unsubscribe. 
people didn't respond for like a month other than unsubscribing. And I'm like, just stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. And when you do that, you, you build the credibility within yourself, you instill confidence in your ability to follow through and provide value. And who you become in the process of the doing is gold. You guys, I'm telling you, if you're not clear, if you're not sure, what I would do, I should probably do a whole episode on this is I would start with a personal brand and start creating content. Just share what you're going through. Talk, talk to people, have conversations. You know, no, the lightning bolt doesn't come just when you're sitting thinking or, or just observing. Even if you don't hit publish, guys, start writing, start taking pictures, start documenting, start looking at what resonates with you, what doesn't. You're going to get clear. You're going to get the idea. It's going to come together when you do the work. So that's my last preachy moment for today. And I hope to see you guys next year at Funnel Hacking Live in 2019. No idea where it's going to be. Um, I didn't buy my ticket this year where there was a hundred bucks off. I'm like, eh, you know, if it was $500 off. Then maybe I would have got it, but that's all right. I'll be going and hopefully getting that award on stage. So you guys have a fabulous rest of your day, morning, evening, wherever you're at. I love you tons and stay tuned for the announcement of the, the podcast move. So I will catch you guys next time. <laughs>